Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Interesting discussion going on in some cities around, across Canada right now is about turning right on a red light. Should it be banned? Now, they've had this in Montreal for a long time, even though occasionally there is talk there about doing away with it. But the question is always the same. Like, do we know if this is effective or not? Is there enough safety data to say, yes, this is a good thing, or no, this is not effective. Well, joining us now to talk about this is Valerie Smith, Director of Road Safety and Safe Mobility Programs at Parachute. Valerie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So what do we know about this? Is turning right on a red light a problem? Yeah, so it's it's a loaded question, and, and my first answer would be, yes, I believe it is. You know, our challenge in Canada um, is that there's a real lack of studies and publications that provide high quality evidence that, you know, for or against no right turns on red. Uh, there are a number of recent smaller scale studies uh, that do show us that um, banning right turns on red do reduce conflicts and collisions, but they don't specifically look at how it impacts serious injuries and death. And that's something we need to get better at and we need to do more studies on. Okay, so what would be, what do you think would be effective by telling people that you can't turn right on a red? What would happen if we did that? So we know for sure that there's, you know, there's different schools of thought. So we certainly have uh, groups of drivers that are absolutely against a ban on, uh, with right turns on red. However, what we do at Parachute is, our role is to keep people safe and keep people, all road users, safe on the road. And when you really think about right turns on red and, you know, you envision it and think about potential loved ones crossing the road, it is a hostile environment for both pedestrians and cyclists. Now, we've got drivers that are supposed to come to a full stop on a red. Uh, we know that doesn't happen. We know that there's so many distractions for drivers. We have more people driving bigger cars, SUVs. And so the potential impact for pedestrians trying to get across the road while another, while a car is turning right is pretty intense. Um, and then, you know, you think even further, how about children? How about, you know, the small kids trying to cross the road that the driver may not see? Or, see, you know, seniors, people with mobility issues and sight impairments. So it's, it's complex and it's uh, the current environment where we do allow right turns on red is, I would say, hostel is a really great way to describe it. Hmm, interesting, because I know there's some, here in Metro Vancouver, there are some intersections where it says clearly no right turn on red, and yet I still see people do it. It, it, it would be hard, I think, to get that message through to people. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, and that's compliancy, right? So even if we impose a law in our cities where you can't turn right on a red, we need to make drivers compliant. Um, and, you know, we believe in a Vision Zero system, uh, and a Vision Zero system would, pr- would absolutely uh, support a no-right turn on red. However, it would not just support a single policy. It would want to see 
education. It would want to see enforcement. You know, do we need red light cameras? Do we need to enforce that law um, in a better and stronger way in order to make the intervention work? Right. You know, the, the other we need the info, is, though, don't we, Valerie? Like, we would need more safety data for this. Yeah, I mean, and in the meantime, we need to think about that risk that we're currently putting on vulnerable road users that are just trying to get from A to B. So, yes, agreed, we don't have enough data. We need to do more. We need to get better data. In the meantime, we need to really think about what areas in our cities have a lot of pedestrians, have high traffic, have high volume of people trying to get across the road. And then we have to think about, are they safe? And, you know, my, my answer would be, in most cases, they're not safe. There's, there's too many variables happening at that right turn on reds that don't allow a pedestrian to, to cross in the safest way possible. Is it possible to tailor this, that, that Vision Zero strategy you were talking about there, to say, okay, if it's a pedestrian-heavy area, maybe implement this? Yeah, and definitely uh, the data would support that. We would need to consider, as I said, what intersections have that high volume of pedestrians, and then we could support the interventions with the data. The challenge with having uh, a no right turn on red in selected areas of our cities is that it becomes a little less user-friendly for both drivers and pedestrians. You know, they, they don't necessarily know which city or, sorry, which intersections right. have that ban. And as you said, even with the sign um, being very visible, not all road users will see that. Um, so that's, that's where the blanket ban throughout cities is really argued for. Right. Okay. So are there cities that are considering doing this right now where this could happen? Yeah, we know of a number of cities in the United States. We know of cities throughout Canada. There are cities that in Canada that are already doing a lot of, um, they're already putting that intervention in. It's just not across the entire city. So we're hearing more and more about it. And um, yeah, there is, there's a demand to, to see more safety at these intersections. Do you think it's because, Valerie, that perhaps some of our communities are becoming more walkable, that there is less of an emphasis on driving everywhere? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, coming out of COVID, we saw a lot of people getting out of their cars, a lot more cyclists on the road, uh, roads, a lot more people walking. And there's also more of a culture, I think, nowadays where we want our kids to walk to school. We want to move about our cities um, outside of our cars. And if we want to do that, we need to uh, create and instill confidence in our um, in our pedestrians and cyclists, and that's where the right turn on reds. You know, as as coming back to that hostile environment, um, we're not going to create that in that confidence unless we you know have a better look at these policies and and where we can implement them. All right, Valerie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate that. Valerie Smith is Director of Road Safety and Safe Mobility Programs at Parachute. Uh, They advocate for, you know, essentially red light, uh, turning right on a red light ban. And lots of cities, she said, are thinking about this. It would require people to really pay attention. And I'm not just, I'm just not sure that level of attention is there. I see it all the time at signs. Like I was thinking about the intersection at Oak and 70th, actually. And I see it there all the time. It's very clear. No right turn on the red light. Lots of signage that says it. And yet I see people do it. And I'm always sitting in my car going, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
And then I see people do it anyway. Would people pay attention? Do you even think that's a good idea? Well, let's hear from you on this. Simi at cknw.com. You can also call or text our buzz line 604-331-2899.